Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, wherever and whenever in the world of time and space my voice finds you. Welcome. My name is Aaron James, and you're listening to episode three of Kids Myth Plus, where each week we share stories from the deep world of mythology. Today's story is called The Corpse Watchers. It's adapted from the original telling found in a beautiful old book called The Irish Fairy Book, with stories collected by Alfred Percival Graves and beautifully illustrated by George Denham. So get cozy and imagine yourself. Sitting around the fire, looking at the stars, and enjoy the story. The Corpse Watchers. There was once a poor woman that had three daughters, and one day the eldest said, "Mother, bake my cake." And prepare my meal, for today I shall go to seek my fortune. The mother did as she asked, and when all was ready, the mother said to her, "Which will you have, half of these with my blessing, or the whole with my curse?" For the family did not have much to spare. Curse or no curse. Said the girl, "I will take it all, because this is little enough." So away she set, and if the mother didn't give her the curse, surely she didn't give her her blessing. The girl walked and she walked until she was tired and hungry, and then she sat down to take her dinner. While she was eating. A poor woman came through, begging for a bit to eat. You won't get a bit from me. I've hardly enough for myself, she says. And the poor woman walked away, very sorrowful indeed. At nightfall, she got lodging at a farmer's, and the woman of the house told her that she would pay a spadeful of gold. And a shovel full of silver, if she'd only sit up to watch her son's corpse, that was waiting in the next room. She agreed and said that she would do that. And so, when the family were in their bed, she sat by the fire and cast an eye from time to time on the corpse that was lying under the table. All of a sudden, the dead man got up and stood before her. All alone, fair maid. The corpse spoke. She gave no answer. When he had said it a third time, he struck her with a stick, and she became a gray stone in the floor. About a week after. The second daughter went to seek her fortune, and 
and she, as well, didn't care much for her mother's blessing nor for her sister, who had been lost. And yes, the very same thing happened to her. She was left as a gray stone in the floor. At last, the youngest went off in search of the other two, and she took care to carry her mother's blessing with her. She shared her dinner with the poor woman on the road, and the woman told her that she would be watching over her. Well, she got lodging in the same place as the others had, and agreed to the proposal made by the mistress of the home. She sat up by the fire with the dog and the cat, and amused herself with some apples and nuts the mistress had given her. She thought it a pity that the man under the table was a corpse. He was quite handsome, and she felt a strange draw towards him. But at last he got up, and he said. All alone, fair maid, and she wasn't long to answer. All alone, I am not. I have this little dog and this cat. I have apples to roast, and nuts to crack, and all alone, I am not. Oh, you are a girl of courage, though you wouldn't have enough to follow me. Not where I'm going. I must cross the quaking bog, and go through the burning forest. I must then enter the cave of terror, and climb the hill of glass. From there, I will drop into the dead sea. I'll follow you, she says, for I have agreed to watch you. He thought to prevent her, but. She was stiff and stout, and would not be deterred. Out he sprang through the window, and she followed him, till they came to the green hills. And then he says, "Open up, green hills, and let the light of the green hills through." Yes, says the girl, and let the fair maid through too. They opened, and the man and woman passed through, and there they were, on the edge of a bog. He walked lightly over the shaky bits of moss and sand, being a spirit. And while she was thinking of how she'd ever get across, the old woman from the road appeared to her. But this time, a much nicer dressed woman. She touched her shoes with a stick, and the soles spread a foot wide on each side. Now she easily got over the shaky marsh. The burning wood was at the edge of the bog, and there the good fairy appeared once again, and flung a damp, thick cloak over her, and through the flames she went. Not a hair on her head was singed. Then they passed through the dark cavern of horrors. 
where she would have heard the most horrible yells if the fairy hadn't plugged her ears with wax. She saw frightful things with blue vapors around them and felt the sharp rocks and the slimy backs of frogs and snakes under her feet. When they got out of the cavern, they were at the mountain of glass. And then the fairy made her slippers so sticky with tree sap that she followed the young corpse quite easily to the top of the glass mountain. And below them there was a deep sea a quarter of a mile under them. And so the corpse said to her, Go home to my mother and tell her how far you came to do her bidding. Farewell. He sprung headfirst down into the sea, and after him, the girl plunged too, without stopping for a moment to hesitate. She was shocked and amazed at first, but when they reached the waters, she recovered her thoughts. And after piercing down a great depth, they saw a green light towards the bottom. At last, they were below the sea that seemed a green sky above them now and sitting in a beautiful meadow. She half fell asleep and her head resting against his side. She couldn't keep her eyes open. When her eyes did open, she couldn't tell how long she had slept, but when she woke, she was in a bed at his house and he and his mother sitting by the bedside watching her. It was a witch, you see, that had cursed the young man because he wouldn't marry her. And by the curse, she had the power to keep him in a state of life and death until a young woman would rescue him by doing what the girl had done. So at her request, her sisters got their own shapes again, freed from their stone dungeons. They were sent back to their mother with their spades of gold and shovels of silver. Maybe they were better off after that, but I doubt much. The youngest and the young gentleman were married, for they had fallen in love. And I'm sure they lived happily from that day on. The Corpse Watchers. Wow. A brave girl, right? What did you think of that story? Any questions come to mind? Here's what I noticed. The third girl, she was very brave and wise, wasn't she? What was different about the third daughter's journey? Did you notice? She set off not to find her fortune, but to find her sisters. She left with her mother's blessing, and now we know the third daughter seems to have something special about her when she agrees to watch the corpse. Did you sense that? 
Did you sense that there would be something different about her experience? Did you notice that the third daughter was not alone as she sat on her watch? She wasn't bored or lonely as she sat. She had the company of a cat and a dog and some apples and nuts to keep her occupied. You never know how you may be repaid for a seemingly small act of kindness. Like when the girl shared some of her food on the road with the old woman. What's this telling you? To me, this is saying the energy you give to the world will be attracted back to you. What about when the man tried to get her to turn back? She stood stern and stout. Do you know what that means? She was determined to follow wherever the journey may lead. She was helped along the way by the old woman, who turned out to be a fairy. Many questions. This has been episode three of Kids Myth Plus, presented to you by me, Aaron James, and a presentation of Brooklyn Sage Productions. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. At Kids Myth Plus. That's at Kids Myth Plus. P-L-U-S. Thanks for listening. And remember, keep asking questions and looking for the magic. It's all around us.